Welcome in, everybody. 5280 Sports Network, 5280sportsnetwork.com. Jake Marsing, and look who's back. Or listen who's back. Yeah, you can't it's, really look. It's Ryan Green. Ryan Green, my old buddy, old pal, old friend, here in the parking lot of the UC Health Training Center on a gorgeous, really hot. We're like, cooking. Like It's actually Literally. It's way too hot to be October the 26th, 2016. It's today's episode of the Broncos Blitz. Ryan, we got a lot of good stuff. A little bit later uh, in our short program, we're going to bring you inside the Denver Broncos locker room for our second edition of Get to Know a Bronco. We'll get to know defensive back Lorenzo Doss. The training camp sweetheart. The training camp sweetheart. He had some great moments in camp. Was inactive last week. Is kind of up and down, but he gave us some great stuff in the locker room today, and we'll share that with you in just a little bit. But first, Ryan, here on the Broncos Blitz, we try and uh, get as much as we can about each and every Denver Bronco game. I have not had a chance to talk to you about your thoughts on the Broncos-Texans game. Just uh, quickly, what did you think about that ball game? I was nervous after the first quarter, uh, but then it turned into the game I think we all thought it was going to be. Yeah. Defensive dominance, and then, uh, you know, and then the offense, the, the running game found itself. All of a sudden, the holes were opening up. There was, like, one part where Devontae Booker had just, like, three straight 10-yard carries. It, it looked good. Um, it, it just looked like that's what the Broncos team is supposed to look like when they're kind of running on full cylinders a good control the game offense and a dominant defense yeah I, I thought they really came along and I talked about that yesterday for you what was your impression of, of Brock in that ball game and what this defense was able to do to him I mean to expect anything really and I'm not kidding to expect anything more from Brock in that game you, you were kidding yourself. The defense has been playing this guy for four years. They watched film. They had the home crowd on yeah. their side. Brock was going to – and, and like, Brock isn't a – is a below-average quarterback at the moment. And so, of course, he was going to hit all the checkdowns. I'm not surprised he only averaged three yards of throw. And, uh, and I mean, he had a Mark Sanchez moment where he threw the first fumble in NFL history. So <laughs> – that's uh, that's just kind of how it was, but that's exactly what I expected. I didn't, I didn't think he played worse than I thought. I didn't think he played better than I thought. I said, "Yep, that's the kind of game." I think that play is going to wind up being the quintessential Brock Osweiler moment as that's an NFL one, pro. That's the one burned into Texan fans' minds. Like, it's, if they were on the fence, that play right there made them change. Because I. And he said after the game, "Oh, it happens to everybody once in their career." No, it doesn't. Nobody just loses control of the... F- Brock is such a frustrating Not on prospect. a 60-degree night. No. Like, maybe like, when it's raining or snowing, dude, maybe it happens. Just, like, that's that's no good. But uh, Brock obviously had a, uh, had a tough night. Broncos' defense played exceedingly well. Great night for the Broncos overall. But here at Dove Valley, things really have turned today towards the San Diego Chargers, getting ready for this football game. We heard from Mike McCoy, heard from Joey Bosa, Trevor Simeon, Gary Kubiak. All those guys spoke, quite frankly, nothing all that notable out of those press conferences. The one thing that I did think was a little bit notable from today uh, was DeMarcus Ware talking with the Denver media. Obviously, the the big kind of story around DeMarcus the last couple days has been he got robbed. Yeah. His house got broken into. Yeah. Uh, that's that's very shocking and uh, I mean scary 
you know, to yeah. think to think that. And, I mean, they obviously knew he wasn't going to be there. That's one of the downfalls of, of being a professional football player. People know where you're going to be at on Sunday or Monday nights. And so, yeah, that's just a scary situation. And, I mean, they obviously knew whose house they were robbing because oh, yeah. they took the Super Bowl ring. And I yeah. think that was... But, okay, so, hey, burglars, what do you think you're going to get for a Super Bowl ring that says where on the side? Do you, yeah. do you really think no one's going to turn that in? Come you on, could bro. Melt, you could melt it down, but that would take, yeah. yeah. That, and so it, That's a lot of work man. for, I think, probably not very much return, and they're going right. to be found. That Their picture has been because DeMarcus happened to have a, uh, a camera in his bedroom. Uh, we'll not get yeah. into that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he had a security camera in his bedroom, and, and they were able to be caught and be seen on camera, yeah. and that picture has been circulated yeah. all around uh, all around the news. We tweeted it out at 5280 Sports Network. All the news stations tweeted it out. The Denver police, DeMarcus said, doing a great job on his case, trying to make sure that uh, all his stuff can be recovered. Uh, but he, DeMarcus did say some pretty interesting, fun stuff today. He uh, said that uh, those thieves were lucky that he wasn't there when they robbed his house. Here's no that shit. sound right here. Yeah, I don't know if he's unloaded or not, but you know, I'm just glad I wasn't in there when he was in there with a sack them. It really, it really <laughs> what did that. Both of them, whoever was in there. But, um, it's just, it is what it is, and you know, things happen. Yeah, DeMarcus, uh, he's a very big man. Yeah. He would have done some very serious damage. It was a uh, a pretty interesting press conference from Demarcus, who obviously has missed the last few weeks with a broken arm. Yeah, he's trying to work his way back from that. He's close, he says, but he's not all the way there. Uh, he's wearing kind of an air cast padded yeah. thing. He talked about during practice. We'll see uh, what his status is, uh, but yeah, we'll we'll kind of. We'll see where things are at. DeMarcus also talked about what his status is in this ballgame. I mean, of anyone on the team to not rush back at the position. Like, if he doesn't play another game for the whole year and just comes back for playoffs, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, they just need his leadership in the locker room. And like you said, he, he was actually very transparent about his injury he said yeah it's it's the bone so when i you know hit guys the bone feels it and the muscle hasn't gotten back to it yet so that's the issue is just not having pain so i can play like demarcus Ware. so um but again no rush we got shane rayshack barrett von miller take your time demarcus here's some sound from demarcus on his status and uh, how he's doing with the injury Uh, it doesn't feel 100 heal, but the thing is that's the bone Uh, i think the muscles have to get acclimated back around it and you know, uh, so it can hold and be stable. And so that's what I'm trying to get to. How do you feel the rest of your body? Everything else? Oh, great. Um, uh, the rest of the body feels great. I was running around today. Um, hadn't lost any, you know, conditioning. Actually, I'm bigger than I was, um, you know, last year. I'm like 250 now. I feel like a beast. You want to know? <laughs> really want to know that. So I'm just waiting for my arm to get right. So, yeah, DeMarcus will be back uh, in the near future. I, I doubt it'll be this week. Yeah. It could be next week. Part of the issue, too, Ryan, is that the Broncos haven't been able to get into ru- any kind of routine because their schedule's been all thrown off. All thrown off. Even I'm thrown off yeah. by their schedule. Yeah. And um, and I think you're right. I think next week we see them, mainly because of the importance of that game. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's been a while since a Raiders game has been important. Yeah. Um, but they're leading the division. I expect them to probably still be up there after this week. So... 
Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw him next week. And again, I think you bring him back on a play count, yeah. probably even less than he was on at the beginning of the season, like right. like a 15-play yeah. play count. Yeah, like third down. Third and long yeah. exclusively, basically, and, and you ask him Pass to just, just rush the passer and see how he can do. Uh, but yeah, I think I don't think you'll see DeMarcus this week. Uh, I think you'll see him probably... Uh, Probably next week. I think I, I do agree with you, Ryan. Uh, the Broncos did just a little while ago uh, put out the injury report for today. Gary Kubiak talked about long it. list, long, long list of guys who are injured. We'll hit on these real quickly, and then we'll obviously get to the subject of the episode, getting to know Lorenzo Doss. Woo. Uh, C.J. Anderson has a knee; he did not participate. James Ferenc has a the center has a non-injury; uh, he did not participate. Brandon Marshall. He had a hamstring DNP, Matt Paradis DNP, Akib Talib DNP, Sly Williams DNP, Andy Janovich, Demarius Thomas, Demarcus Ware, all limited, Shaq Barrett, Simeon Wynn, all full. That's a long list. That's the longest injury list that the Broncos have had. Quickly, the Anderson thing is interesting. He's going to miss time. Yeah. Uh, we found out he had a he had a, a leg injury. We did not know about this, contrary to what I've seen a little bit out there on Twitter. We did not know about this until today. We couldn't have known about it. Right. I, I mean, if you watched the game, you saw him grab his knee. Yeah. But if you kept watching the game, he had a great game after. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not surprised that, like, no one really knew until today. And and it, it, it was. It, it's a bone bruise, I'm hearing, that's the... I don't, I, he I don't doesn't know, know he doesn't know what it is. Okay. Um will Those are the reports I was seeing. Yeah, that's Bruce. that's I what NFL know. Network has put out there. I, I wouldn't I don't think they're quite sure what it is exactly. They just know that he could miss time. Could be an MCL, could be a bone bruise. There are a lot of different things it could be. Uh CJ was not here today. He was actually out of town getting a second opinion on it. We'll yeah. see if he's back in the building tomorrow. I got to talk to him about uh, this World Series. He's a big baseball fan, yeah. but uh, yeah, we'll see if he's back in the building tomorrow, and if he is, uh, kind of where he's at. I expect him, just kind of based on the rumblings we heard today, to miss most, almost certainly this game. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe next week, which puts Devontae Booker and Capri Bibbs in line for some pretty serious reps. Yeah, uh, obviously Devontae Booker has shot up to be the number one picked-up player in fantasy leagues. <laughs> yeah, and I would... I would uh, I would pick up uh, Capri, Capri as well. As well yeah. um, but, uh, I mean, especially after last week, I think the Broncos are more than comfortable with holding on to uh, or holding CJ off and getting really actually healthy. Um, I'm sure he could play on whatever injury it is. It's obviously not going to be 100%. But if you cannot further it more because the backup is playing well, then you're going to do that. Yeah. And, and truly, I think... You know, Devontae had the best runs against C.J. Anderson, or against C.J., against the Chargers. Uh, C.J. Anderson had his best runs called back for holding, but even still, um, I think I think we've seen Booker's confidence grow every week. I think fans have wanted to see that. I, uh, I know that this team is extremely high on Devontae, and I think they are not worried at all about this next next game. Hey Ryan, some breaking news coming down the pike as we record this. Those uh, those guys DeMarcus Ware wanted to sack have been arrested. Hey! Uh, stolen property was recovered. I knew that would happen because that picture was out there oh, all yeah. over the place. So you, you don't mess with Broncos country. That's all what right. D-Ware, yeah. That's what DeWare said. Hey, let's get to the subject of this episode with the headline of this thing yeah. is supposed to be, and that is Lorenzo 
DOS. Each and every week, Ryan, uh, you missed last week. We'll do this every week, though. Uh, we go into the locker room and we get to know one of these Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. Last week it was Khalif Raymond. Like him. This week it was Lorenzo Doss. Talk to Lorenzo today. We'll have the video of this interview up uh, on YouTube, right, Ryan? We're going to throw it up there? Yes, I was there. Yeah, Ryan filming. filmed it. And, yeah, I thought it was really good. So that should be uh, up there. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to see my fat, ugly mug uh, <laughs> interviewing Lorenzo Doss in the Broncos locker room, uh, we will throw that up there in just a little bit. Just make sure you're high and tight on all that all that shooting. There, yeah. Right? I mean, I can blur you out if you want. No, I don't need okay. No, I don't need you to blur But, yeah. Oh, I was out. high and tight. Oh, high yeah. and tight. Yep. High and tight. Eyes up in the locker. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Lorenzo Doss, kind of an interesting guy. He was one of the training camp superstars for these Broncos. A defensive back who came in and made some spectacular plays that oh, yeah. really earned him a lot of respect it's on the like roster. like every day in practice he had a pick. No, he was great. Uh, Fifth-round pick out of Tulane in 2015. Grew up in New Orleans, Louisiana. He's 22 years old. 5'11", 187. Uh, he had a pretty some, some pretty good answers. We asked him some kind of off-the-wall questions as well. Attended St. Augustine High School. I'm just looking through his bio right now. Uh, track and field guy, great athlete, had some offers coming out of uh, coming out of New Orleans, wound up going to Tulane, stayed close to home, yep. and he is uh, he's had kind of an up and down year with the Broncos so far. He was inactive last week. He'll probably be inactive quite a bit this year. Well, yeah, I mean, try and get playing time with in this secondary. in this secondary, <laughs> but he's a good player, and I think yeah. he's got a future with these Broncos. So let's go inside the Broncos locker room right now and get to know Lorenzo Doss. Welcome into the Denver Broncos locker room. Jake Marsing here talking with Lorenzo Doss. Lorenzo, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Uh, I'm just feel good. Um, great great uh, day of practice and ready to roll. How was uh, practice today? It was awesome, man. Uh, it was a it was a through pace, but it was just it was really mental. Um, everybody had, uh, went through their keys and and uh, figured out what they were, uh, what the game plan was, and and everybody was just feeling good. So this is get to know a Bronco. We try and we try and make sure that <laughs> keep trying and we try and make sure that fans know a little bit about you. For yeah. those that don't know who you are, what you do, tell fans a little bit about you. Uh, what, what's your game? What, what are the things you pride yourself on in your getting, game as, getting, a, as a DB? Getting my hands on the ball. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big, big uh, mental guy. Knowing uh, knowing what to do, watching a lot of film, um, and. And just making plays on the ball, um, yeah. going up and and intercepting. Yeah, fifth round pick, right out of Tulane. Yeah. What was your experience like getting to the NFL? Everybody has a path to the league story. Talked to Khalif Raymond last week on, for this show. His his story was pretty interesting. What was yours? Like? Uh, I I just pride myself on just working hard yeah. and uh, just being being a hard working, doing the extra stuff to yeah. give me give me in the best position to. Yeah. Be successful. Were you highly recruited coming out of college? Uh, coming out yeah, of I had I had some some good recruit, recruit yeah. uh, good schools, um, but I stayed. I wanted to stay at home. Yeah, that's what made you decide uh, yeah. on Tulane. Yeah, that's what made me. And it is a great great academic school, and just yeah. the history behind it is just so so great. Yeah, absolutely, man. So the the thing that I think most people are interested to see from you, you had some great moments in training camp yeah. this year. You come in, you work your way through. You've been, uh, you were inactive last week. You're up and down. What What are your goals right now for this season with the Broncos? I'm just doing whatever the team need me to do. Yeah. Uh, 
if it's if it's going hard on scout team, I go hard on scout team every day. Yeah. Um, and when my time is called to come in the game, I, I I come in and I do my job. So whatever the team needs me, whatever uh, with uh, Coach Kubiak or any other coaches ask for me, I'm I'm here to do. And just play my role. What was the draft process like for you coming into the league? It's a little bit different for everybody. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it Did was you pretty, enjoy it? Some yeah. guys hate it. Some yeah. guys hate going through. Uh, it, it's pretty. It's. It, it depends on who you are. Yeah. For me, it was. It's an. It's a once in a lifetime experience. Because my brother went through it, um, he wound up getting undrafted, and I was blessed enough to get drafted. So I seen both sides of it, and um, it's better to get drafted. Though, yeah, it's, undrafted. it's yeah. definitely better to get drafted. Um, it's just, it's, it's a blessing, though, man. You wind up here in Denver. What was that like for you? Get winding up here, getting with this team, getting in this unit with this oh, group. Oh man, uh, Super Bowl, my first year. You yeah, man, you can't get better than that. It can't get better than that. I'm around some great guys. No fly zone. Great organization. Um, everybody. That's that's new here. Come up to me and they, they see how how just how great it is just being here. How it's so much different from other teams around the league. So that's 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 a good thing. What is the one thing you want fans of the Broncos to know about you? Um, I work hard. Um, yeah. I got a couple things. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, I'm a hard worker. Yeah. Oh, I get the job done at the end of the day. All right, I got some off-the-wall questions for you that we're going to ask. They're called the Bets 10. First one, what's your favorite word? Baller. Baller? Okay. Least favorite word? Uh, um, Shane Ray. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's, he's like right there. He's that. right there. Uh, I don't know. Least you don't, you don't have a least favorite? You're a positive least. guy. Yeah, I'm a positive yeah. guy. Okay, yeah. so... As a player, what do you most pride yourself on? Um, is it you said getting your hands on the ball? Yeah. Is that what your your the biggest piece of your game? Yeah, um, that's one of them. Um, the other one is just is 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 watching film. Yeah. I'm I'm a big film yeah. film watcher, um, and it just picking out the little things about the receivers and in in the, the offensive scheme. What's one thing in your game you want to improve on? Um, I mean. It's kind of it'll be arrogant for me to say nothing, but yeah. I mean everybody you, has something to. Yeah, uh, you're at to, this level. That means you're pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Everybody has something to work on. So I just just getting better, getting better each day. All right. Do you have a sound or a noise that you love? No. No. So you don't have one that you hate either, like nah. cracking pads or sirens. Khalif Raymond said last <laughs> week. So you didn't like the sound of sirens. Uh, All right. No, nah, I don't. I don't we'll really we'll skip it. those two. Uh, do you have a favorite place to go in Denver to hang out? Restaurant? Yeah, Snooze in the morning is a pretty good good. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's a great spot out here. That's pretty um, good. All right, if you weren't a football player, what would you be doing? Uh, so I'd be I'd be in business. Yeah. I'd be in business. I'd go go around the world. That sounds uh, like a good gig. Yeah. Get to do a lot of travel in this. Definitely, I sure. definitely love to travel. Me and my boy Will going to do some traveling after. There you go. In the off season. All right. If there was one job you wouldn't want to do, if you were playing football, what would that? If you weren't playing football, what would that be? There's so many jobs out there. Man. I, I'm just, uh, just working for somebody. I'm, yeah, you I'm, I'm kind of independent guy. So you like I'm being kinda, your own boss. Yeah. You, you have bosses here, but you kind of get your to say how you how you go about your day. Yeah, definitely. More or less. Definitely. Like All right. And last one. If heaven exists, what would you hear, like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Uh, 
live the life that I wanted you to live. There you go. Yeah. That's, that's good. Great. Lorenzo, man, right, appreciate you. your time. Thank you. This is 5280 Sports Network. So that was Lorenzo Doss. Again, we'll have the uh, video of that interview up on our YouTube channel. Uh, just search 5280 Sports Network if you want to check it out again. Or and, just uh, subscribe. Yeah, please subscribe. Yeah. Subscribe to us there. Subscribe on iTunes to the Snakes Takes podcast. 50, uh, not 5280 Football. Uh, football with Chad Brown, Sean uh-huh. Rotar helping out there. We just got Dater, too. Yeah, Adrian I'm Dater. I'm excited to listen uh, to that. His abs I'm, podcast. I really want to watch the abs this year. Yeah, they've been fun so far this year. Um, may have some stuff in the works down the road for the Nuggets, maybe, possibly. We'll let you know for sure. We'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> you and I can do another one. What's, you know, another 20 minutes of our lives uh, when we're working. We'll just do it in the press room again. Yeah. Just just the press lounge <laughs> over dinner. Over dinner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> over. Anyway, yeah, that, that'll that be kind of down the road. Uh, but, yeah, that was a fun conversation with uh, Lorenzo, I think. He is a guy that has a future in this league, and that's kind of going to be the the goal of the guys that we talk to. Yeah, where you probably won't ever hear Von Miller in a get to know you. Well, you probably won't ever hear you know maybe maybe we get Trevor, probably not. But you'll hear guys <laughs> who are up and comers on this Broncos oh, yeah. roster who want you to know about them and who I think can be good players in this league. Khalif Raymond, yeah. Lorenzo Doss, the two guys we've had so far in this series, really kind of a, uh, personified that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And and, and I'm not knocking the, the big names out there, but it's the it's those kinds of guys that, you know, like Lorenzo and Khalif, that really do want people to know them because they're the guys at the bottom of the roster, not, you know, no one that no one really knows about, but they, they would absolutely talk to you if, if yeah. you saw them. And, and I think the interview shows that, Hey, they're just, they're just pretty normal guys just playing football. Next week. We will hopefully talk to Capri Bibbs, Broncos running back. He may be a very popular guy in that building, depending on what yeah. happens with Devonte Booker I and CJ so. Anderson's injury. Fellow Ram. Yeah. We will see how Capri does down the road. Uh, Jordan Taylor will also be a part of the series. Sunshine uh, agreed to do that with us today. So we've got, a lot of great interviews with these guys coming down the road. They're short segments, just quick opportunities to get to know some of your Denver Broncos. So that was Lorenzo Doss today. Good time out here at Dove Valley. The Broncos working hard preparing for the San Diego Chargers. And, Ryan, we will break down that game as the week goes on. Yep. But for now, and for everybody at 5280 Sports Network, he's Ryan Green. He's Jake Marsing. This is 5280 Sports Network.